Hello everybody, welcome to Trolling the Paint. I'm John, joined as usual by Will and Trent. And holy shit, as if the opening week didn't come out swinging already. Oh my god. We got literal swings last <laughs> night. <laughs> we don't have room for casual conversation to open up the podcast. We need to get right into it. Guys, we had our first fight last night and it was awesome. <laughs> John, I think you enjoyed it more than anyone else. I was, was definitely that, wasn't asleep was when that it? game happened. <laughs> the Rockets and the Lakers played. Rajon Rondo spit on Chris Paul. Allegedly. Reports. Allegedly. Let's do chronologically. Okay, it's, it's, it started off with a fast break by James Harden. James Harden did his usual thing. Chest puffed out. Finger roll off the glass. Brandon Ingram tried to foul him. Is a weak bitch. Couldn't. Wow, all right. <laughs> Shot went in anyway. Ingram landed. Harden said something to him, according to reports. Ingram pushed him. No, that is inaccurate. Oh my God! According to reports, What's inaccurate about what, that? What, Brandon Ingram was lying. Is that what? He, is that what happened? If you watch the play, clearly he gets fouled, and and Harden yeah. does the same. He does like the same thing LeBron does. So for Ingram to get upset about this offensive play or maneuver, or whatever, is re- utterly ridiculous. Like hit the weight room, my guy. Um, Harden makes the layup, but the refs do their thing where because it's James Harden, there's no continuation. So essentially Harden is talking to the ref and he's doing like the finger thing, like to get the shot to count. And his back is turned to Ingram. Ingram is behind Harden. They're not even looking at each other. And then Ingram just pushes him for like no reason. And Harden looks at him like, what the hell? He was pissed off. Yeah, Harden looked at him like, what are you doing? (laughs) Like... I wasn't even talking to you. That's like the one cloudy area of this whole thing. Like, I, it was he? I, I guess he was just annoyed by like how the game was going, and he's just annoyed by like James Harden's little trickery of drawing fouls, creating contact. It's the but... same thing LeBron does. Is he does the same maneuver? It's like the little yeah, swim but it's more thing. annoying when Harden does it. Well, sure. I was <laughs> like, how upset can you be for a move that is fairly common? <clears throat> I, don't I know. think people get upset because Harden is stronger than he looks, and he has—he's like stronger than he has any right to be. So, like, you normally when you foul a guy who's Harden size, you—he shouldn't make that shot. But Harden always does. So you guys think he was yeah. just frustrated? Like he's he, just frustrated because he's a little bitch. I'm yeah. telling you. So he pushes um, Harden, and then. Oh wait, 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 wait! I have some additional context. Okay. I have some sure. additional context. Kevin Arnovitz's story made it sound like the entire time. People play against Harden and Paul, and this doesn't come out on TV, that Harden and Paul just, like, say little shitty things to them (laughs) after plays. Just, like, little comments. They just make comments the entire game. They just needle the other team, and apparently they did that to Brandon Ingram. That's great. Non-stop last night. Good. the influence of having Chris Paul on your team. (laughs) Good. The most most annoying player in the league, and now his teammates are annoying. Big surprise. (laughs) P.J. Tucker already did stuff like that his entire career. And then you just you get Harden who does that usually physically. Now if he's also saying things, and you have Melo now too, and Melo's like the <laughs> oh ultimate God. like wingman for shit talking. Did you guys hear Melo's first? Uh, get the fuck out of here! It's my rebound yeah. for in the Pelicans yeah. game yeah. <laughs> that the boom mic picked up. <laughs> yeah. So then after that, uh, let me see. After that, the whole uh, Brandon Ingram pushing Harden. Yeah. Then he got into the face of a ref, which went overlooked, in my opinion. He was, like, towering over the ref and, like, putting his hands in the ref's face. And then after that got, uh, broken up, and then it was Rondo's turn to get into the mix with Chris Paul. 
There's a whole spit take gate going on <laughs> about about whether or not he actually spit in Chris Paul's face. A feud that goes back ten years, right? Ten year, what happened ten years ago? No, they just they've always disliked each other. This is a thing that's uh, they've oh, yeah. always gotten into like scuffles on the court. I think they trash talk a lot, especially back when Rondo was more relevant than he is good. now, as far as like <laughs> being a top high level NBA player. I mean, he's still good, but he's not like what he was, and. Yeah. So yeah, they were probably jarring. I'm sure. Yeah, they were jawing off. <laughs> some, some saliva got into the air and landed on Chris flew, Paul's face. Flew into Chris Paul's mouth. Ugh. And then, and then, and then that's whenever. Oh, no, Chris Paul did the finger. Yeah. Put his uh, finger. Yeah, he yeah, touched yeah. it. He put his uh, finger in his Rajon face. Rajon Rondo's yeah, he face his, with his finger. Yeah, he, he put his finger in Rondo's face, and then that's what triggered. That's what triggered the swings. Which makes sense. And then sense. for the first time in a long time in an NBA fight, Rondo landed two punches, Paul landed a punch, and then Brandon Ingram's big dumb ass ran in and landed a punch too, guaranteeing he has the longest suspension. <laughs> that was awesome. So Who knew that he, Brandon Ingram was about that life? <laughs> he pushed someone after a play in the back, he ran at and screamed at a referee, and then after a fight was being broken up, he ran in and threw another punch, which landed. Well, that man doesn't. That man doesn't want to make the playoffs. <laughs> he got LeBron on the team. He's like, shit. I gotta keep working after April. <laughs> Fuck that. I gotta get suspended. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I think. Oh, for, first off, I understand. If if Rondo spit at Chris Paul, then I understand Chris Paul putting his finger in his face. I guess. But if he didn't, and Paul was just being a dick and putting his hand in his face, then yeah, you get, that's like, I don't know, that makes sense that he punched him. Like, you can't touch the dude's face. That's like one, you don't touch people's faces. Yeah, I've seen people say that he didn't spit on him at all. I've seen people say that it, it wasn't a spit, but like, he was talking, and you, like, like a spritz kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Like just, <laughs> that yeah, happens. Spritzered him in the face. Yeah, and then there, I even saw some people saying that it was actually mellow because he was right there next to them, and he was talking at the time that Chris Paul, like, flinched back, like something got on his face. Uh, and mellow looks like he spits when he talks. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I don't know. And right now, the league is reviewing all the footage that they got and are most likely going to hand out suspensions later today after this podcast is up, or hopefully while this podcast is up so we can react to it. Because the Rockets play tonight, so they want to have a decision in by today. Oh, shit. It doesn't matter. The Clippers. It doesn't matter. Okay, it doesn't matter. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. It'll be fine. As long as it's just Chris Paul, I think he'll probably get suspended, like, what, three to five games at the most? Yeah, I think they all get at least five. You think five <laughs> games? He only landed one punch. It wasn't that serious. I mean, nah, he tried to land more. Yeah, <laughs> Rondo's a squirrely guy. Um, yeah, I mean, my, my guess is five games for Ingram for starting the whole thing and getting into a ref's face. And then two apiece for Rondo and Paul. Yeah. And then one for Melo. Because he kind of... Whoa, whoa. He, whoa. He, wow, man. No way. We can't lose Melo, too. Uh-uh. I need Melo to play tonight. You look, you look at the footage, he's, like, walking after Brandon Ingram, even after the scrum is, like... Yeah, but walking... walking after him to shake his hand and say, <laughs> good punch, man. Well, walking and talking, that's not... Come on, that happens every game. Like, I'm not expecting him to get suspended. They were, like, on the other side of the court. Lonzo was pushing Ingram away, and Mello was clearly going after the both of them. I still don't think that he'll get suspended for that. That doesn't seem like something that would warrant a suspension. It was the heat of the moment, bro. Yeah. That just seems like, yeah, like, heat of the moment, exactly what Will said, and... I would be All surprised. this stuff can be chalked up to you. <laughs> well, I mean, but this different. Like, Melo yelling at someone, 
is different than Chris Paul and Rondo literally trying to fight in the middle of state in the middle of the arena. Like, also, also, who do you guys think got the better of the exchange? I, oh, Rondo for sure. Yeah. Do you think it's just because he got the first? I feel like the first punch is always the cleanest yeah. one. So like, yeah. More. I mean, he surprised him. I like that yeah. Chris Paul. I don't know why he was surprised though. Like, you put your hand right in his face. Like, come on. Yeah. I think Rondo has a reputation of being kind of a punk, so I don't think that Paul thought that he was any in any danger. <laughs> and he appears to be have been wrong about Rondo, that. Rondo isn't scared of anything. He called a gay man the F word. Do you think he's gonna be worried about throwing a punch? Also, yeah, yeah I gotta say, if if it was uh if this was like a Clippers tunnel situation or uh meet me a cow or it was a Kyle Lowry meet me where the where the buses are situation, oh, yeah. I would definitely take Rondo over Chris Paul in a fist fight yeah. scenario. But yeah. I was thinking, I think that the Rockets are like the, definitely the meet me outside team of the NBA right now. All of the, they have several unsavory young men on their roster. We had, Gerald Green wasn't even involved I know. in this. I was, I was like, where is Gerald at? Well, how is, Gerald Green and PJ Tucker were bystanders. How is Gerald Green not immediately in the middle of everything? Like I was surprised. Let me just say that. Uh, it could be that Gerald Green literally cannot afford to be suspended. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that yeah. man has been going from Chinese deals to minimum deals. He can't afford. He can't afford. Chris Paul makes forty million dollars a season. I will say this though: Gerald Green makes forty dollars a game. <laughs> I will say this though: I, Mello is a fake tough guy, in my opinion. I've never been. I never see that from Carmelo. He never seems like the kind of guy that's like, "Yeah, let's throw down." Like, isn't isn't he in that that clip from like ten years ago where he like sort of throws a punch, but then immediately like runs backwards? Like, wasn't that a thing for a while? Oh yeah, when they got into that big yeah, yeah, fight yeah, the big... with the Nuggets while he was in New York. Yeah, he was like, oh, and then he like kind of ran away. Yeah, that's Melo. Come on, he's not yeah. he's not a tough guy. Like he's not a guy that he's not a meet me outside guy. He's like a let's go, yeah. let's squash like... this over some wine. That's that's Melo. Yeah, and like Just... the, the way that he was talking about it in the post game interview, it it sounded so scripted. Like <laughs> get the fuck out of here. He was saying, what did he what did he say? He said something like. That was so blatantly disrespectful. You don't even see that in the streets or yeah, something that. like that. Yeah, it's like, well, no, people don't spit on each other normally. Yes, that's, that's the thing you don't see very often. I agree with you. Have him. you guys never spit on someone before, before you fought? Uh, no. I've... I mean, we're adults and we don't fight. <laughs> yeah, I don't typically get into fight. I don't know what happens at your job on a daily basis. We don't have careers that challenge our masculinity. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> anyway, I think it was... It's, it's, this is what... What is the last time guys actually threw punches? I feel like and landed them. Uh, I mean, this is the first time good players threw punches that I can remember in a long time. Yeah. I, yeah. Can't, I can't really remember another case of actual good players throwing and landing punches. Yeah. It was fun. Uh, <laughs> to the face, it's been a long time. To the testicles, I mean, I'm pretty sure Draymond has had, has had a, a, his hands well, that's true. on someone else's Draymond testicles. Yeah, but Draymond <laughs> only hit someone in the face if he's drunk at a bar in uh, East Lansing, Michigan. And he also... <laughs> He also kicked James Harden in the face too. James, uh, Draymond's a Taekwondo yeah. guy, I think. He's more like a kicker. Oh yeah, right, um, right. Oh, Tristan Thompson didn't he like punch Draymond in the face in the off season like this past summer? Tristan Thompson's Canadian, so it doesn't really count. <laughs> Just saying, like he's too polite about it. it. On the court, it doesn't happen that often, so it's kind of fun. As long as no one gets hurt and stuff, it's fun. I yeah, think as long as fun. no one gets Rudy Tomjanovich. <laughs> yeah, like you don't want that. You don't want broken hands, like stuff like that is scary. Yeah. So. 
but it seems like everybody is at least okay and maybe it will add to this Houston LA quasi maybe it'll make for a little rivalry this season and that's always exciting all right uh, we can get to that in the overreaction section, I think, okay. about the potentiality of a rivalry there. I don't think it's a rivalry, but I think it's, you know. <clears throat> no. My take uh, is just going to be the Lakers are not good enough to be rivals for anyone, also, <laughs> except for themselves. Also, it, I think it's – here's another thing that uh, I saw. Uh, I can't remember who brought it up. I think it was either Jalen Rose or Chauncey Billups, but they were just saying – they were pointing out how LeBron and Chris Paul are like and Melo are all like life – like adult lifelong lifelong friends so it's going to be interesting how that locker room handles if it is, if it does become a thing that goes on i wonder how the locker room for the lakers handles that because lebron is like their leader but he's like friends with chris ball like he can't really like you know he's not gonna be in the middle yeah, of that he scrum. was the one that broke it up at first yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know um did y'all say what what predictions y'all uh, for the suspensions are y'all thinking? Oh, like five. Oh, you said five apiece. Yeah, Wait, I just think for that. for everybody for. I think they'll all get five. Wow, five. I don't think Melo will get suspended, but I think five, five, five will be fine. Five games is a lot. I think Ingram will get suspended for like five games, and then Paul will get suspended for two. Was that what you said, John? Does the NBA take into account um past disciplinary record? Um. I don't know. That's a good question. Because Ron has been suspended before, and so Paul has too, right? Uh, I don't. Not I don't for think so. fighting. I don't, not for fighting. Not for, not for fighting, but for other stuff, hasn't he? I don't know. I don't uh, think so. Don't what remember. has he done? <clears throat> what could it be? Like technicals is what I mean. I don't think he's gotten suspended for the technical. Maybe not. Rule. But mm-hmm. Rondo certainly has. Rondo's been suspended for for a few things, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Oh, also, just but. fun fact. I mean, people don't talk about this a lot, but Chris Paul. How is he the most hated player, it seems like, and then also the president of the Players Association? It makes zero sense to me. Bro, he's good at negotiating. I, he must be. <laughs> he got them all those fat, fat, fat deals. Yeah, because he's, like, he's like the nerdy, annoying kind of guy. Yeah, <laughs> Just like man. trying to get under people's skin. Like This is the first time like he's ever like countered someone's physical reaction. Like he, He's always like trying to get under people's skin, flopping, saying shit. <laughs> The I whole love time Chris that Paul they were fighting, me. did you guys notice that James Harden pulled out a thing of trolley gummy worms and was just eating them? <laughs> just waiting at the free throw line for he his He was like, I'm not fighting. <laughs> I'm not fighting This at all. all could have been avoided if the ref would have just given James Harden the freaking and one like he's supposed to. It's just like, dude, just because it's That's James what Harden. That's was upset about. Just because, yeah. it, just because it's James Harden doesn't mean it, it can't be an N1. Somebody needs to tell these refs this because I'm getting sick of this. Every other player gets that continuation, but Harden doesn't. I think that Harden made a comment about Brandon Ingram's hair, and that's what started the whole fracas. <laughs> He needs to get them get worms off Get a fade, young man. <laughs> Somebody suspect. He should have smacked them worms off his head. Do you guys want to do overreactions now? Oh, yeah, brother. All right, Will, okay. I think you have a good one, so why don't you go first? Oh, no, man, I'm not really hyped. I just woke up from a nap. Oh, <laughs> you got to go first. This is this is your segment, Will. Yeah, you got to kick us I off. I can't decide which team I want to overreact just about, say though. both. All we'll right, so we're going to start out with how the Lakers are fucking terrible. They're not, but okay. Uh, this is the first time in LeBron's career his team has been 0-2. That's the first thing. Oh, my God. Uh, this, they're 0-2. The second thing is the Lakers honestly look really, really terrible. 
Um, if Brandon Ingram's supposed to be their best player, that's hilarious. Second best. It player. might be good for them that he. Uh, yeah, 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 that's what. I mean. <laughs> I, obviously, I didn't mean he was their best player. <laughs> Uh, I think it might be good for them because I don't really think he is their second best player, which sucks for my fantasy team. Who do you think it is? I mean, it's probably like Josh Hart or, or Kyle. Josh Hart is their second best player? Brandon Ingram has a lot of trouble scoring. I like Josh Hart a lot, but man, that's not good. If <clears> I, I don't know. Brandon player. Ingram needs to put on weight, and he didn't still. Well, I think it's As fine. evidenced by last night. <laughs> as much as it pains me to say it, it may be either Rondo or McGee. <laughs> God. <laughs> McGee has been surprisingly good so far. And this is my overreaction that the Lakers are bad because of that sentence you just said out loud. <laughs> McGee has yeah, been. I, I don't even think it's that much of an overreaction. I just think that people thought that it might like coalesce automatically and all these guys would be good, and they're just not. They're yeah, not good. it's going to take time. LeBron's not supermanning this team to winning games. Not, yeah, not in the I West. Mean, yeah, I mean, who did they play in game one? Portland. They played another playoff Portland, team. Portland, yeah. Okay, they played Portland, and they were bad. But, it, but yeah. that and game they, they was played the Rockets though. close last night, but yeah. uh, like they they obviously lost. That game was but. weird, though, because of the Stauskas stuff. The Portland game. Oh, the Portland game? Yeah, where Stauskas. Yeah, Stauskas Castillo went off. He became he became. <laughs> I'm staying Reddit. in the league, Mom! <laughs> He's becoming his own. This is the Nick I've been waiting for. He became <laughs> J.J. Redick. In that yeah, and then all of a sudden, yeah, the Lakers were screwed. Yeah, but the I would say the biggest thing that I've noticed from watching the Lakers play is that they can't shoot. <laughs> like, yeah, no, this, they can't. The spacing yeah. is really bad. Like when LeBron yeah, that's, drives, that's a problem. See, this isn't even overreaction. This it's is not. This is just normal. This is just normal. They're not very good. They might be able to they figure make, it out. Just they might figure it out. They might make the playoffs. They should make a trade. I don't know. They could really use Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Every team could yeah. use Jimmy Butler. No, no, no. They, they especially could really use Jimmy Butler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I mean, this is kind of the thing that I expected at the beginning was the Lakers still, like, needing, like, the first, like, around the first half of the season to really gel and, like, for everybody to understand what their roles are. And um, yeah, I didn't expect them to be this bad at shooting, but I expected them to kind of look a little clunky at, like, you know, um developing chemistry on the offensive end sure. they're not i don't think they're going to be good on defense no matter what they, this just doesn't seem like a team that's going to be good on defense that's surprising and, though because they had a uh, an above average defense last season right <clears throat> like they were pretty good on they? defense the lakers yeah they they in in defensive rating they were pretty good yeah they 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 trailed off really hard in the second half of the season though yeah i mean and because and because they want to run so much and because of the new shot clock rules that take 10 seconds off of offensive rebounds like there's gonna be a whole lot of extra possessions for other teams to capitalize on against the lakers that's a really nice analysis point john in our overreaction section <laughs> not really so our overreactions <laughs> like are, are kind of whack <laughs> so far i gotta say yeah i mean it's not really an overreaction <laughs> that's the, that the problem is that i really do think the lakers are bad i don't think it's an overreaction i think that the lakers have some very serious problems and if they're like Five and ten, LeBron's gonna be like, we need to trade somebody. You know, it doesn't you... help that two of their stars are gonna <coughs> about to be suspended. So, you know, what your overreaction should have been Will. I uh, I have another one. Oh, okay, all right, let's. But you can go, you can go, go with yours. No, I don't have. I'll... I'm thinking of one. So, <laughs> um, <sighs> yeah, you go. Go ahead, Will. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans are the best team in the league. All right, that's <laughs> not. I know that's not. It. I didn't expect. I didn't expect that. I I actually thought you had a real one. And Guys, they have scored 
280 points in two games. <laughs> they played the Kings. That is not. I'm not making that up. They played the yeah, Kings a, in one game. The Rockets and Kings. And they played in those two games. Nikola Mirotic has scored a combined 66 points. <laughs> That sounds good. <laughs> in those two games, he has made 15 three-pointers. <laughs> that is the dumbest shit. And do they not realize, like, do they not know? Do the Pelicans legitimately not know? The wins at the beginning of the season do not count for extra? Like, why are they trying so hard? I don't understand it. Uh, I mean, they need good they need good seeding status in order to advance in the playoffs, so they should be trying hard here's in the regular season. A, a couple, couple <clears throat> things I thought about just, just now. Um Okay. They play a super duper high pace, which I think is maybe why they're catching teams off guard. Because I feel like, like you mentioned, yeah. a lot of teams sort of ease into the season. Uh, yeah. They get into a, a groove, and then by mid-November, December, they're like going pretty strong. But New Orleans plays so fast that if you're not ready for it on that particular night, they can sort of blitz you. And I think that that definitely happened against the Rockets who just kind of sleepwalked through that first half and then didn't really get going. And it was too late for them to come back. Now I'll, I'll tell you what happened in the first half of that Rockets game. And it's my, my slight overreaction is that the Pelicans are going to finish October with the league's best record. Okay. That's my real overreaction. It's like two weeks. So (coughs) yeah, it's a, it's 11 games. Uh, they're going to, there's 11 games. Um, so I think that because they play at this super high pace and they're catching teams off guard and, that happened in the Rockets game. And then the Rockets cut it down to like a four, five-point game in the first half. Right. And then the Pelicans put in the guy who's going to be the trump card on all that stuff. They put in Julius Randle, oh, who's the good. worst guy to play against the Rockets because he's a, like, I'm going to take your shit kind of player. Like, he just, like, immediately started grabbing rebounds out of dude's hands and, like, bodying people up. And he's, he's just, like, a perfect change of pace to everything else they're trying to do. Yeah, that's why I never really understood why people are say, were saying that it was kind of a bad thing to have uh, trying to make it work between Davis, Miritich, and Randall. That tells me they're always going to have a really good front court on the floor. Yeah. They kept doubling Davis and leaving Randall wide open. It's like you're leaving a scrapper who only wants to scrap wide open under the rim. What the fuck is wrong with well, you? Well, the Rockets he grabbed are just so many rebounds. undisciplined on their switches in that game. Um, yeah. if you just in, in the first game, Randall had 25 and 8, and in the second game, he had 14 and 13. He's just like on higher than 50% shooting. Yeah, he's a good player. And he made he's made four threes already. Do you think the Lakers lot, are yeah. going to regret signing uh, McGee, Lance Stevenson, and Rondo instead of just keeping Randall? I don't think that that's the same amount of money, so no. Yeah, I mean... Well, I think they still have some cap space. Yeah, and I mean, that's what I was thinking, is, like, why not just why not just keep Randall? Like, wh- I think they'll regret letting they... Randall leave, yes, if that's the question. But I don't think like, it's, like, a, a straight like for like. Well, yeah, sure. Like, they signed those guys as a bargain so they could keep cap space. Do I think they'll regret keeping that cap space instead of keeping Randall? Yeah, for sure. Well, maybe not. It yeah. depends on what the cap He's the kind of guy that LeBron absolutely would love to play with. I mean, he was on a one-year. Well, th- this year is a one-year, twenty mo- twenty million dollar deal. Like, if I were the Lakers, I would have just given him that, and that way they still preserve cap space the following year. Yeah. Also, I think he. I, I think Lakers fans liked him too, which is the thing. This is strange. Yeah. I mean, I can't player. imagine any team's fans not liking him. He plays so hard. Yeah, I mean, I think they just let him go because they thought they were going to get another player plus LeBron. Uh. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you guys think this Alfred Payton thing is uh, for real, or do you think? No, so? I think it's absolute. 
I think that that and Miritich. I also think the Miritich thing is fake, and he's going to fall way back down to earth. Sorry, Giants fans. I'm going for a dollar, though. So it's not a big investment. Oh, no. He can ride it while he can. That's so crushing. You don't think he's going to average 33 points a game this year. <laughs> exactly. I think that the Miritich thing and the Peyton thing are the things that are fake. I think the effort of New Orleans and Randall and that Anthony Davis is really good is real, but I just it's not going to last. They don't have enough good guys on the team. Yeah. Yeah, I mean with I mean I could see it lasting more with Peyton because I mean one, I know it's a crazy theory, but I am a believer in that having shorter hair does help him wow. <laughs> on the floor. God damn it, John. <laughs> and then crazy, I mean the first game was the first game was ten, ten, and ten, and then the second game against Sacramento he had eleven, six, and six. Those sound like numbers that he can maintain. I don't think that I don't think that it's cr- if he like dips by like a couple in each category, then sure, but like that doesn't doesn't sound crazy to me. Okay, so you think the only thing that's really going to fall to earth is Nikola Mirotic shooting 67% from the field and averaging more than 30 points a game? Yeah, he'll probably <laughs> be down to 60% by the end, by the end of the season. <laughs> but really, okay, let's let's go to like deep-ass hypothetical world where Nikola Mirotic is the prince who was promised finally, and he's just as good as everyone said he was going to be when he came over. And this is him now. How good is New Orleans? If Nikola Mirotic is a top fifty NBA player all of a sudden, oh man, I don't. I mean, if if they're if they're this good that they can put up n- games like in the first game against the Rockets, then they may be the second best team in the league. <laughs> yeah, this, this is the overreaction segment, Trent. Overreact with us. Uh, I think okay. If Mirotic can score thirty points a game, what if no? What if Mirotic can average twenty two points and eight rebounds a game? Then yeah, they're pretty freaking good. I think they're just they would be right on there, uh, right on the Rockets level in the Jazz. He's level. a good defender. He's okay. He's big. I think the problem. I think there's there's they still have that one problem that you can't really play all three of them together. That's like the main issue. Yeah. The three best players yeah. can't really play on this on the court together. It reminds me of when the Lakers had Pau Gasol, Lamar Odom, and Andrew Bynum, and they couldn't play all of them together because they were just, you know. Yeah. So. That the team is still that went a problem. On to win the title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Only because Kendrick Perkins tore his ACL. <laughs> that, right. Uh, but. Oh, that was a different team. That could still be a problem. I think it was that team. Um, but, I don't think Miritich is going to average twenty-five points a game, though. So, it is what it is. I think, like I said, I just think their pace is uh helpful for them at the beginning of the season because a lot of teams are like, "What the hell? They're they're getting how many possessions? Like, what is going on?" And yeah, Randall's good. This team still got beat by in by the Warriors in five games, though. Like, it's it's, it's mostly the same team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I got you. Uh, okay, do you have an overreaction or do you, John? Trent, what do you got? <clears throat> uh, I'll I'll roll with it. It's not it's an overreaction. It's not really real, obviously. But uh, to piggyback off of what you guys said. Are we sure that Jalen Jackson Jr. isn't better than Marc Gasol Jer- right now? Jaren Jackson. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was thinking Jaren I mean, he Brown. might be better than Marc Gasol right Jackson. now. Marc Gasol's old. Are we sure that he's I not mean, better than Marc Gasol right now? Could he not be the starting center for the Memphis Grizzlies? Yeah, I mean, he's going to be starting now, now that uh, Jermichael Green is injured for the next month. And so... Um, I mean, now he. Ha- I mean, he came off the bench and what he put up twenty four and seven, I think. Or yeah, man, it was lit. I sent, like I sent them a screenshot of it. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, now I mean, I know it's only like two games into his career, but he has a much better opportunity now to show off what he's got. Rookie of the year. <laughs> rookie of the year. I don't think he's gonna win rookie of the year, Will. 
I bet on him winning Rookie of the Year in Vegas, brother. <laughs> did you actually? I, I bet the house on it. Oh. No, I didn't. I've never been to Vegas, and I don't have a house. So. <laughs> <laughs> Everything about that was a lie. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, what 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 makes you say that Trent him? Being oh, because this because this is the overreaction segment. I don't actually think he's better than Marcus You have to say something that has like a string of truth to it. Like, I mean, he's playing well. Made up stuff. I'm not. Why not? I'm a pundit. I'm a I'm a I'm a radio pundit. Who cares? Because that's not that's not a take. That's just like putting shit into a box and seeing what comes out of it. <laughs> You shit in a box, Trent? <laughs> you got really drunk last night. You yeah, weren't lying. Okay. Well, for comparison's sake, Mark <coughs> Stoll in uh, let me see, the first game against Indiana, 13-6-3. Second game against Atlanta, 13-7-5. He's washed. So, he's mad washed. I think the more overpaid. important thing is that in the Grizzlies' second game, Garrett Temple went 10 for 11 and scored 30 <laughs> points. <laughs> this is the year. This is the year of Temple. Finally, Garrett Temple's going to be an NBA player. Our reaction is that the league ruined defense with this stupid freedom of movement crap, and now everybody's scoring 130 points a game. How do you not like that? No, <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, awesome. I, don't, I don't dislike it, but you can't. You have to acknowledge the fact that they made this change and now everybody is scoring like 115 points per game it's kind of it's kind of crazy i mean i counter that with the fact that in their first game of the season the grizzlies scored 82 points <laughs> <laughs> that's true too that's true too we're kind of skipping over the fact that they got beat by like 50 by indiana <laughs> and then indiana lost by 20 to the bucks so no one which tells us that the bucks are one of the best teams in the it league tells us nothing we know nothing it's the first week of the season we do know one thing, that someone told Giannis he should start taking three-pointers, and that he's missed all of them so far this season. <laughs> well, I think that whole team is taking way more three-pointers. He's taking in the flow of offense, right? Is that the idea? Uh, I, don't, I don't know if he is. Yeah, like, th- that whole team is just chucking them up. Like, they already are, what was, let me see here, what does it say? They already set the franchise record for three-point attempts in a game. Like, Mike Budenholzer is not fucking around with this pace and space kind of stuff. They, like, they've, they're pretty much, I mean, they're doing the same thing that everybody in theory wants to do, only taking shots around the paint and at the three-point line. And he's he's actually making them do it, and he's actually running plays instead of Jason Kidd just, like, throwing players out there and hoping that they figure it out. That's the system, John. You just don't understand. <laughs> it's really complicated. John, do you Where have an overreaction? <laughs> Um, not an overreaction, but something that makes me really concerned Uh-oh. is that it's, it looks already like, I mean, just based off of this first week, it looks like the Sixers can only go, the, there's going to be a parallel between how far the Sixers succeed and how much better Mark Hill Fultz improves. Mm. I think that that the Sixers can only, uh, like, make, like, noticeable improvements, like, strides in their success for as long as Markel Fultz can improve. And so if this is already, like, I mean, I'm not put, I'm not trying to put a cap on Markel's career, but, like, if this is, like, like I think he can still get better, but if this is the kind of, um, if this is the kind of career that we can expect out of Fultz, then I don't know what this means for Philly. I don't understand his trepidations to shoot. I feel like he has good – he fixed his form. He's made some. Why is he still gun-shy? It's very strange. 
I I mean it could be. I mean it's. I mean it's. it's I think it's the spotlight of it all. I mean there's like a, an entire year of people saying like, why aren't you a good shooter anymore? It has to be getting into his head, and it probably doesn't help that every time he makes a shot, the crowd cheers like they just won the title. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, oh, but that's the thing, though. He just has to keep shooting. Did we get to the section of Marco Fultz being ass? He's, I mean, he's not ass. He's good. But, but, that's the thing. It's crazy. No, like, Everything else he does, he does well. It's just shooting. It's like it's like his kryptonite or something. And yeah, can I, I tell you my theory on Marco Fultz? That he was never a good shooter and that, that one season that Washington was a fluke? No, man. No. That's mean. Why would you say a mean thing like that about Marco Fultz? I like Marco Fultz. My theory is that he's another guy who needs a haircut, man. He's, right. got, he's got some of the worst hair in the league. Yeah, that is pretty bad hair. Let me see. I'm trying to look up what... Uh... That was Network's theory, by the way. Who did they lose to? They Boston? lost to the Celtics. Oh, the, yeah. oh, yeah, it was the first game. game over. Never mind. Season opener. Yeah, so in that first game, he was rusty as hell. Only five <laughs> points and three rebounds. Second game... 12 points, 4 rebounds, 5 assists. The following game after that, 8 points, 4 rebounds, 7 assists. He does a lot of stuff. So, he just doesn't shoot. Yeah, he's like he's like riding he's like riding a Rondo Alfred Payton wave of doing a little bit of everything and not really looking to score. Even though he has the capability of being a good scorer, but he needs to get over his yips. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how, what exactly needs to happen in order for that to, in order for that to occur, but I mean, to, to, to me, I would be very concerned because he's, he was their number one overall pick. Like, he's the guy that, like, n- they they need him to pull through. Like, they can't have, like, another... I mean, I don't think it'll be as bad, but they can't have, like, another similar Jaleel Okafor situation on their hands. Like, yeah, or Noel. Like, they, they need to make this pick work. Like, I mean, I, I mean, even for me, who thinks that ultimately the process was a success, like, what would it look like to the team that three of your first-round picks don't follow through don't work out well for you like that sucks and so like what, what like let's say let's say that this is what i mean i again i think markel post will be better but let's say this is pretty much who he is where does that leave philly like that's that's a that's not a good question for them so yeah obviously i think we would all say we would rather have tatum right yeah would we also rather have lonzo no you'd have Fultz. i don't know uh, Fultz is better defensively, right? I think they're both pretty good, or they're both projected to be pretty good. Who else it, was in it, that it, draft? It, <laughs> sim- similar to similar to Fultz, I don't think I don't think people are putting enough attention on how Lonzo is just deferring to all the new guys and even his like his like young teammates too. Like that, Lonzo is just hiding in the background of these games. Like he's gonna have the opportunity now that Rondo is gonna be suspended, but he hasn't done anything really in these first couple games. I actually feel like he's gonna take the starting job and he's not gonna give it back. I think so too. I think Lonzo's really yeah, good. I, he just he was hurt. I think he missed him at training camp, and that's why Rondo was starting anyway. Hmm. Like is he good? But like is he gonna be good? Like averaging like. 15 to 18 points a game good and a few three-pointers a game good or is he going to be good like Kyle Anderson good like doing stuff doing everything else besides the things that show up on the stat line so you're asking me what is what is like apex Lonzo going to look like like what 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 do you what what do you what what do you think his role on the team is going to be by the end of the year like how how integral to their functionality will he be by the end of the year I think he's important because he's another one of those guys that can sort of grab a rebound and go. And for what they're trying to do, um, they need that. I, I think he's faster than Rondo. 
I think he's obviously got younger legs, et cetera, et cetera. So I think, I don't know, like if you're asking me what his ceiling for this season could be, it's probably like 10 points and eight assists and five rebounds a game, which I think is pretty good, especially for what he is. Like people, when he was coming out of college, people were sort of comparing him unfairly to Jason Kidd. But, and if he can sort of turn in a poor man's Jason Kidd performance for them this season, I think that's pretty damn good. I think they, they would take that. What about yeah, Fultz? If Fultz's career is poor man's Jason Kidd, is that a success? No, I don't. I don't think so. He was supposed no, to. Be, I wouldn't say it's like it'll be a good yeah, I mean, career he, overall. But I Jason wouldn't. Kidd level career, then yes. But I don't like even if even if he hits all the worst case scenarios. Like even if he lives through the worst case scenario, I still think he has like at least a ten year career in the league because he's good at everything else. Yeah, and he's sort of he yeah like he, like John said he's producing in other ways he just isn't scoring which is strange because that's what he did at Washington right yeah it was like this and combo think... guard that people were like this guy could be the next James Harden like people were saying that ooh people were really saying that people oh my were God, comparing him to Harden because he's six five and he can he shoot he was really really good like I thought like everybody like I thought that was no I mean nobody could foresee Markel Fultz just forgetting how to shoot and like everybody was thinking at the time like. This is a really good get by Philly to yeah. get up and get him. And like because even, he was the consensus number one the entire college year. And even in summer league, like he was that was before he tweaked his shot and stuff. He was playing well in that. Like he showed glimpses yeah. in that. So Well, I mean strange. I just looked through the first round of the draft from last year and there's really only three guys that you would rather have if you're Philly than him. And I mean one of the the only one of them that was even in the conversation was Tatum, so Who are the other two guys? I mean Donovan Mitchell oh, Donovan and Laurie Markkinen. I'd obviously you'd rather have either of those guys more than him, but I don't know if you'd obviously want Markkinen over Fultz, but it's all right. Uh, I, mean, I think I disagree with you. I, maybe not if you're Philly, but in general, yeah. I think Markkinen is way better than Fultz. Well, maybe right now, but the ceiling for Fultz is if he can if he can just shoot. If he just not even if he can shoot, just if he just starts shooting, because I think yeah. his form is fine. Then his and ceiling like to, is high. Just has to do and like, it. To, to me, I'm wondering like, like I th- I think the Sixers do know that like as far as like as far as Fultz goes, that's as far as they go. So why don't they just tell him like we don't give a shit if you miss all your shots, just start sh- taking shots. Like we don't care if we lose this regular season game. Like we're still gonna be like in the top five in the playoffs. Just shoot, just shoot. Because yeah. I don't think that's I don't think that's guaranteed. I think that we're we're over. We're conflating the last 16 games they had with the rest of their season. They were 500, and then they won 16 games in a row. So I I don't think that they're at a point where they can be like, you got the green light, son. We're going to be good regardless. I don't think they're going to be good regardless. One injury to Embiid, and they're done. Yeah, but isn't... They're, yeah, done, but they're done as a top seed in the Eastern Conference. Isn't there, but that has to be a given. Like, I mean, of course this is health-assuming. No, no, no. I'm not even saying that outside of health-assuming. I'm saying they can't risk winning on a night-to-night basis because of the health issues. You know what I mean? Here, they have to try and win every game as much as possible. Okay. They can't They can't let Markel work it out on the court because if they don't win those games and then someone gets injured, then they're, then they're bone. The whole process is Shouldn't, shouldn't so, they be focusing on long-term stuff though anyway like i think they got that taste last year and once you get that taste i think it's hard to not you know i, don't know. I think their fans are ready here's an overreaction <laughs> after seeing toronto with Kawhi leonard and danny green i'm fairly certain that philadelphia cannot play with boston or toronto like at all yeah i agree oh yeah no i, don't even, yeah. I, don't I think even, it's a two-way I, I don't even think they're close john yeah i mean before yeah i mean we can get into toronto in just a second i just i just want to i just like if the choices are 
you're the third seed and Fultz still has the yips. Or Chuck Knobloch. <laughs> or you're the sixth seed and like you, you don't know whether or not it panned out well for Fultz or not, but let's say you have the sixth seed and Fultz has had all the opportunities he's had to improve. Like I mean you take the second option, but I just don't think that that'll be the case. I don't, I don't know. There might not be enough good teams in the East for it to matter, and you might be totally right about yeah. that. But I just feel like it's a risky play, and Philadelphia's fan base is the kind where they'll just turn on this shit right away. <laughs> I don't know. I the don't experience think so. of success. I mean, I mean, maybe they're happier now because the Eagles won the Super Bowl finally. <laughs> I mean, I think <laughs> that this, chill out. <laughs> I mean, I think this is this is what they set themselves up for because if Fultz is bad, then what's the alternative? That's the rub for uh, yeah, trade tanking one, yes. to get number one picks and then drafting one who turns out to not be a number one pick. That's that's the part that sucks. Can you can we say now that Marco Fultz should not have been the number one pick? He's not a number one pick. I mean, yeah, when like that? after hindsight, yeah. Sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, that's what I mean. Like, I, I don't think there's anybody who would disagree <laughs> at the time of the draft. Should Danny Ainge get another award for recognizing that and trading out of the position to draft him? I mean, he should definitely. Or do, I mean, do we think that's just luck? I don't think that it was. I don't think they traded out because they saw Fultz was going to be a flop. I think they traded out because they saw that they could get Tatum. a guy that they really liked plus more picks. Yeah. yeah, they they thought Tatum was going to be. They were ahead on Tatum, I think. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, even even at the time of the draft, do you do you do you own, saying that would you rather only have Fultz or have Tatum plus Sacramento's next pick? Yeah, I mean, obviously, that's pretty. That's, that's that's pretty. <laughs> Especially if you already valued Tatum high. Right. Yeah. And obviously, some yeah, exactly. and a part of it is luck, right? Because there's that story that Danny Age tried to trade three first round picks for Justice Winslow. <laughs> so like, yeah, it yeah, is luck yeah. to an extent. You know, I I don't believe that story. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I, I, Justice Winslow, like every guy on the Celtics, other than Marcus Smart, can shoot a little bit, and Justice Winslow just can't. You know, I just don't imagine the Celtics would have tried Wait, to get wasn't a guy. Wasn't that for Frank Kaminsky? They, that is another rumored deal that he tried to give a bunch of, of picks I thought for Frank it was, I, I think it was the Heat that wanted to move up and trade everything for Winslow and then were elated whenever Winslow fell to their pick. I don't think so. And then, somebody somebody tried to trade three picks for Frank Kaminsky. I remember that. Yeah, it was. It, I know at one point Ainge was also interested in Frank Kaminsky. Which would have been hilarious. Jesus and I Christ. would believe that because we all know he went to what BYU. skin Frank Kaminsky has, and we all know what rally Danny Ainge attended recently. <laughs> Did he really? <laughs> yeah. He, he attended a white rally? A Trump rally, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you meant, like, white power rally. What's like, the difference? So no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, okay, let's get into Toronto. Yeah, they're really fucking good. I don't feel bad saying it because I like everybody <laughs> else on the team. This is not an overreaction. Toronto is currently the best team in the NBA. It's a, it's a little. The Lakers have not reaction. looked. Convi- do, I mean, the Warriors like have absolutely not looked convincing at all in their two games. Man, the Warriors don't care about the regular season. No, but this year they're going to care. They're going to be galvanized. They're going to try hard. No, apparently not. They beat they beat the Russell Westbrookless Thunder by eight points, and then they needed Jonas Jerebko of all people to tip in a win over the Jazz. So. But the Jazz are supposed to be the second best team in the league. I thought that they were going to be the second best team based on defense. What part of that is them giving up 120 Bro, no one is, to the no Warriors? No one is playing defense right now. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't know, man. The Thunder only let the Warriors score 108 <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> without Andre Roberson. <laughs> I mean, just the, tell me, where where's the where's the duality lie? Which one's the lie? Yeah, I mean, Jazz, I mean, at, at least we can all agree Jazz are third best team behind the Warriors and Pelicans and Rockets fourth. But, uh, <laughs> 
For sure, for sure. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I'm no, with yeah. you on that, John. No, the but Raptors, the Raptors are the awesome. The Raptors are really, really fucking good. They're awesome. I, you know, I, I mean, obviously Kawhi was really, really good in the first game. And wait, they played three games, right? They and played three games. He sat out last night. They yeah. still beat in, the in Wizards. That, yeah, and then there was hometown team. And there was that. <laughs> there was that Boston. There was that Boston game where he put up 31 and 10. And I mean, I I don't think that it had gotten nearly as much of attention in the trade because the trade was all about Kawhi and DeRozan. But Danny Green was a really really fucking good get for Toronto. Like he's 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 one of those guys that obviously Kawhi puts you in contention for a championship, but he's the one that like moves the needle to get to get you like in favor of like the Eastern Conference Finals and can give you like a puncher's chance in the finals like. God, I miss Danny Green. They, <laughs> no, man. John's going to have a meltdown. They match up so well with Boston and Golden State. Like, it's crazy. And also, I don't want to say, like, we forgot how good Kawhi Leonard was or whatever, but it's been in that Boston game. He was like, hey, I'm the best player on the court right now. Like, And it's not yeah. close. Yeah. I mean, it's been a long time. And because of the injury thing, we had to see it to believe it. And, I mean, now he's showing it again. Guys, right now, Joe Ingles is averaging 25 points a game. <laughs> no one is playing defense, Will. I'm telling you. Everybody's wide open. It's great. He's earning that deal. Uh, he also called himself the best shooter in the NBA. I know that's not related to the Raptors, but I just can't get over it. There's like, there's Joe Ingles? Like, yeah. <laughs> He's a really good three-point shooter. Yeah. I hate him so much. There's this well, you know, if he was on my team, I would like him. I just hate the Jazz. That's all it is, is I hate the Jazz. I don't know why you hate um, the Jazz. It's very strange. Because <laughs> man, I don't like when rookies get overhyped. He was not overhyped. Donovan Mitchell was amazing. He's been in the league for like four season. years. <laughs> I'm talking about Donovan Mitchell, not, not Ingles. Donovan Mitchell was Donovan Mitchell was amazing last season. He wasn't overhyped. Yeah, but no, I, he was overhyped in that when the playoffs started, people acted like he was gonna like single handedly carry the Jazz to like I I don't know. I'm just an like, angry old man. Let's see, yeah, Joe Ingles last year, 44 percent on threes. <laughs> Yeah, man. I, <laughs> I know he's good. I mean, there's this guy named Steph Curry who's probably has something to say about that, but and Clay Thompson Wait, and Kevin Durant. I don't say Curry. Okay, what were you saying before? Joe Ingles is the greatest, and before that, oh, it's just, uh, the Raptors <laughs> are really good. But I mean, are they really good? <laughs> no, the they are. <laughs> yeah, they are. Really, I, really I, good. Trent, you said that it was clear that Kawhi Leonard was the best player on the court in the Raptors Celtics, Celtics game. game. Yeah. And I, I think that's slightly unfair. How because, is that unfair? Uh, Who am I being unfair to? I think to? it's unfair because Irving and Hayward are still injured. Um, okay, but I still think Kawhi is better than them anyway. Yeah, but it's like, it's it's not a fair comparison to make right now. you got to give it, like, the next game. No, I'm not overreacting. I said in that game, you could tell in the second half of that game, Kawhi was like, I'm the best player on the court right now, and I'm going to dominate. And he did. And Yeah, so after the first week of the season, who's the MVP? It's Kawhi, right? It's Anthony Davis, probably. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah Anthony Davis. <laughs> is Kawhi exists. number two or three behind Giannis? I don't know. I liked Kawhi's quote. What got... number is Nicole Miritich? <laughs> we got we to... Got we got <laughs> yeah, either way, it's a Nikola. Either Miritich or Jokic after yesterday's game. Oh, yeah, <laughs> man. They play again tonight. <laughs> um, I thought it was funny that... Uh, oh, Will Barton's injured. Someone asked... Is he? Yeah. Someone asked Kawhi he about the MVP chance, and he was like, it's a little early. <laughs> so even oh you know what he actually said what hey Kawhi what do you think your MVP chances ha 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 I'm laughing like a normal person <laughs> <laughs> you know I hadn't heard it 
until like literally two or three days ago. I had read all the no. stories about how it was funny, but I no, I never watch videos. No, I sent you in the content. Instagram. Yeah, no, I didn't watch. <laughs> oh, I said it, it, I almost never have the media volume on my phone turned on. Oh, it was like. And when I actually heard the laugh, I thought that it was fake. I thought that someone had like edited the video, and so I watched like four other versions of it to make sure it was real. No. <laughs> what the fuck it. is wrong with him? Have you? Yeah. Have, John, did you hear the uh, the version where it's like remixed to sound like the NBC NBA theme? No, I didn't. <laughs> it's so it's so good. <laughs> It's just like, ha, nah, ha, 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 It's real bad. God. God. It was uh, a creepy laugh, though. That's like a serial killer laugh. He's like, ah. Yeah, he absolutely <laughs> sounds like a murderer. Uh, he, he sounded more like a murderer than Quinn Snyder looks like a murderer. <coughs> nah, man. Quinn Snyder looks like a murderer, for sure. <laughs> uh, he always, he's, he like... He has this, like, perpetual, like, dirty look on his face. Like, if he just, like, murdered somebody in the locker room and then just, like, tried to, like, wipe down real quick and come out. Quinn Snyder looks like his family needs to be in witness protection, bro. <laughs> Do you guys want to talk yeah, about... Uh, we sort of talked about Jaron Jackson a little bit earlier, but the rookies have been... The top rookies have been pretty good so far. Do you just want to wet really? your mouth on Maybe, no, I mean, not, right not only Doncic. <laughs> this is your chance to hate on him irrationally, though. I, I, yeah, but I didn't see it. It's the Mavericks, and my general rule of thumb <laughs> on Mavericks-related content is to completely ignore it. <laughs> so I didn't know that he had done well. Yeah, he's been yeah, playing well, I, and Aiton has been playing well, too. Yeah, I saw that, but he's on the sun, so no one gives a shit. Yeah, I mean, Luka had a really, really good game against Minnesota, putting up, what was it, 28 points, I think? What was it? Yeah, and, something like that. And so... The fir- so for the first couple of games, he's averaging 18 and 7, along with three and a half assists. And, I mean, he's doing the things that everybody thought he would, I mean, facilitating the offense. I was kind of surprised that he scored as much as he did because he's never – he's not as much a player to force, like, his own offense. He's very much, like, in-the-flow kind of player. But he was just taking it at Derrick Rose. I mean, when you're guarded by Derrick Rose, you kind of have to, but <laughs> – Oh god, that sentence. Also, belong. yeah, Doncic is like he's got some swag. He's like taking step back threes and stuff. He's like doing these behind the back dribbles and shit. I'm like, this guy is only 19. This is incredible. Yeah, he he has like he's gonna be like another Mono Ginobili, where as he's doing something, you're thinking, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you doing that? And then it works. It's like okay, I guess. Yeah, he and has then he, just keeps doing... he has these really cool like floaters and stuff that he does, like where he like kind of cocks it back with like one hand and then like. It'll like go softly off the glass. He's got some really yeah. cool moves already. I'm excited, yeah, man. He's crafty. It sucks that he plays for Dallas because <laughs> I don't want them to do well, but I I That's know the only that he's thing going about... to do well. <laughs> yeah, and uh, let's see, DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton, man, in that first game against uh, the Mavericks, he looked really, really good. Yeah, he was shooting jumpers and shit. <laughs> What's going on? What yeah, I, I, he, he, he like looks like he like it came out of like the '80s, as in he's 19 years old and looks like an old man compared to every other rookie of the past 10 years looking like a little kid. Yeah, he he looks like he he's could like be the your dad. oldest looking rookie since Greg Oden. Yes, and he looks kind of like Greg Oden too. Well, yeah. dude, what if it's Greg Oden? <laughs> nah, I that saw, can be because his knees work. I saw <laughs> I saw Greg Oden play in that uh, what was it that that ESPN the league yeah the basketball team. yeah that. Oh, I thought you were gonna say you saw Greg Oden sitting on the corner of uh, some street in DC. No, no, I saw him play in the basketball tournament and he was like woefully out of shape, like. He was barely Which says making it up. He was barely making the it rest up of the competition in that league. Yeah, exactly. He looked noticeably slower than some of the other players on in that league. Exactly. 
Yeah, I mean, okay, so, I mean, in that first game against Dallas, he had 18, 10, and 6, and then in the second game, he kind of flopped against Denver, because that was, that was the game in which Jokic, oh, shit, he was the recipient of Jokic going off, because he had 5 <laughs> points, 8 rebounds, and an assist, and was only 2 for 7 from the field. He only played 22 minutes, I guess he fouled a lot? Yeah, he almost fouled out, so he only played 22 minutes. You know, you know, Joel Embiid said it best. You know, don't compare him to me. He doesn't play defense. So <laughs> <laughs> that was such a dick move by Embiid. <laughs> uh, yeah, and and like we alluded to earlier already, Jaron Jackson Jr. looking really fucking good. Jaron Jackson Jr. I couldn't pick him out of a lineup, but I fucking love him. <laughs> yeah. Is he yeah, on your fantasy team? Really, really good. No, man, no. I just think that he's cool. I read about him I during the him draft. I this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I just, he does all sorts of grit and grindy cool things. Yeah, yeah, he's... he's. I wish he was on the Rockets. <laughs> like, legitimately. I would trade. Yeah, everybody... Oh, can we talk about how Clint Capella fucking sucks now that he dyed his hair blonde in the front? <laughs> I don't think he sucks, but he has... Did you guys see he that? He, like, well. he bleached the front of his hair. Yeah, he did the Schroeder And he's been thing. terrible this season. He did the Dennis Schroeder thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what he. That's what he did with his eighteen million. He literally <laughs> swagger jacked a player that isn't even that good. So, <laughs> what are you doing? Has he really been that bad? Let no, he hasn't been bad, but it, his just, you, defense. Looking up the, the Capella's stats is like it doesn't really help. Yeah. you just have to watch him. Yeah, and I I know it's like a fair bar, but Davis completely owned him, and then Randall completely owned him, and then Miritich completely owned him. <laughs> well, all to the be same fair. Game. Miritich I didn't watch last wild. night's game, which I already mentioned. I was he played better last sorry. night. <laughs> yeah, but the Lakers don't have any big men. <laughs> JaVel McGee? Yeah, that's true. Oh, stop. also, is this just me? This isn't the Philippine John, League, okay? <laughs> John, have you watched both? did you watch both Lakers games? Um, Not the whole games. I watched I watched most of the Portland game and then like the second half of the Rockets game. <laughs> Does LeBron look bigger to you? I know they 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 had that whole plan that they're gonna play him at center and power forward a lot like this season. Like, does he look bigger to you? He looks a little like look bigger to, to me. I don't know why, but just looks like he's hit the weight room or something. I don't know. I mean, at least with like the 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 plan to play him, at, it, it seems like they already scrapped that playing him at center. Like, has he been playing much at center? Well, it seems like it's been McGee and, like, Kuzma. Kuzma. They're doing that Kuzma thing that should that they should scrap, too, but they don't have any other big <laughs> men to play. Bits. So, yeah. Yeah, so I don't, I don't Only they had Julius Randle and Brooke Lopez. <laughs> yeah, right. Also, now you're back on Brooke Lopez. Ben what team is Brooke Lopez on right now? Milwaukee. He's on the Bucks. He's he's oh. he's making threes for the Bucks now. Threes. Actually, that, yeah. Like, the Randle thing, fine. You didn't want to pay him, okay. Lopez, they should have probably brought him back, but it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, either one, they both signed, I think, one-year deals, so like, it wouldn't have hurt their cap next year. So I don't, I don't, I, I yeah, I just don't get it. But let me see, Capella, Capella in the first game he had eight and eight, and in the game against the Lakers, nineteen and twelve. Yeah, see, better game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's. <laughs> Like, it's not a popular conversation topic with Trent, but if Capella's just as good as he was last year, then he's not good enough. Like, it sucks. Yeah, but no, he like, needs it sucks to, to boil. It's like the boil down point when you want your team to win the championship. But if Capella is what he is last year or worse, then, then we're not good enough and it doesn't matter. I don't think he's going to be worse. I think. Yeah, but if he even if he's only at that level, he's still not going to be able to play very much against the Warriors. Yeah, well, the Warriors are uniquely. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be that critical because. Capella was still really fucking good last year. 
And two, the only reason the Rockets don't have don't have a title is because the Warriors exist. So. <laughs> yeah, I know it. It's unfortunate, but if you have a center, okay, and then the Warriors get Boogie and Boogie's on the court, and then you still can't really play your center, then like, what is the point of having the guy? You know, because Boogie will eat Capella's lunch. Yeah, but it's hard to construct your <laughs> roster around one matchup. Yeah, you still gotta like be prepared in other situations too uh, yeah quick question Will. Like this is maybe an overreaction yeah. we've seen two games of the rockets both games they gave up a bunch of points is it time to call your boy tom thibodeau and say you know what you guys can have tucker yeah i would do it now i, I actually I think, think they might be i think two games is october enough and i don't think it's an overreaction what did you say, Trent? I said I actually think they might be waiting till October 30th at this point because then they can trade, oh, so they can trade Chris Knight? and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Marquis Chris. Wait. I thought they could trade him already. I thought that rule was only for players you signed. No, you, they, can they, trade you can't trade him until the 30th. You can't trade him in a deal with other contracts or something like that. Yeah, um, we can trade him, but we can't lump so him. So you in. could only uh, trade him like <clears throat> by himself. And I think that if they will take no Eric Gordon, Marquise Chris in the first round pick, then yeah, two first round picks. Give them all the in, picks. In, I don't in, care. In, in any of the picks. It if they could get picks. <laughs> Butler uh, and keep Tucker, that would be like the most amazing thing ever. But at this point, I'm willing to give up Tucker just to get. Butler. I am too. Even though Tucker's uh, been good this season already, but I just Butler he's been fine. Ridiculous. But like, he's another guy. Like Tucker's not suddenly going to be better than last year you know and last yeah. year he was really good was great but it's not like he has like a higher ceiling than that no. as an nba player he's like 30 years old already yeah i'm just gonna say that after the fight went down that was when the rockets pulled away and won the game i think we need to start talking about throwing chris paul into that <laughs> deal chris, chris paul is out and then they pulled away is chris paul holding back the rockets now chris paul for jimmy butler would you do it i'll actually say this i think that with when chris paul gets suspended I think that they'll probably win every game that he's out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I that's, that's more so because the Rockets are that good. Yeah. So they played the. Clippers I just, I, th- I don't think Paul has been very good in the first two games. And he it was only good beat last like time. two games anyway. So. He started slow last season too. Yeah, yeah. Did, didn't he miss like the first month of last year? <clears throat> he missed the. Uh, he missed like the first. Well, he played the first game, but he hurt. He like re-injured himself or something. And then, oh yeah, and then I forgot he, that he was injured at the beginning, and I, and I was yelling to trade him by yeah. like the middle of October. And then he missed a few games, <laughs> and then they came back and they went on that crazy like eighteen game winning streak or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Well, and see, we're at the one hundred eight mark, okay. or no? Well, minus the beginning, we're like at the we're like an hour. hour mark. Yeah. Do you just want to just do yeah. a quick quick look at games this week, and then teams to watch maybe? Sure. Okay. What are you? What are you? What are you looking forward to? Uh, obviously, uh, the game of the week is Jazz Rockets. Will's favorite game. Um, <laughs> oh, they're playing this. Yeah, week? they when? play this week. I think they play on Wednesday, and it's in Houston. Oh, shit. Yeah, they play on Wednesday. I'm gonna throw up in my mouth. Oh, shit, we gotta go to Buffalo Wild Wings again. <laughs> we can't be want. We can go pick up Wingstop and watch it in my it's house. It's in Houston, and this is gonna be hard for me because on one hand, I want the Rockets to win. But on the other hand, I want to be right and for Will to be wrong. So <laughs> part of me wants to root for the Jazz. <laughs> the fuck, man? You're a fucking asshole. I mean, they're, gonna, they're, they're most likely going to be short Chris Paul, so 
Jazz will probably win that game. I, I would expect the Jazz to win that. Game. I don't, you know, I don't think it's automatic. It's for in them. Utah. It's a bad matchup for Utah, or at least it was. They last have season. Joe Ingles. <laughs> last season Joe it was Ingles a bad matchup. Because feeling himself, bro. When they play, when they play both those big guys, it's just hard for them to get out to the sh- to the shooters uh, on a pick and roll. So, if Harden yeah. has a good game, I don't, I don't. Think Harden was good last night, right? He had thirty six. Okay. Yeah. Because he was ass in the first Dude, game. Dude, he looks out of shape, but that's fine, I guess. I don't care. It's fine, man. <laughs> he, did, you guys, did, you, uh, did you guys see that State Farm commercial that I was talking about? Yeah. He looks yeah, super yeah, yeah. big in that commercial. You know, I'm not judging <laughs> or anything, but, like, can we get on the treadmill or something, James? <laughs> no, man. He's on that Daniel Cormier diet in the offseason. <laughs> Bro, Daniel Cormier is one of the greatest... I'm not I'm not hating, I'm just saying that he gets fat in between fights. Also shout out to That's Daniel Cormier, a Rockets fan. Is he really? Yeah, he? he's from uh cool. Lafayette, so he's a Rockets fan. And okay. uh Derek Lewis, the guy he's fighting, the black beast, the man with hot balls, also a Rockets yeah. fan. Oh, is he? <laughs> from Houston. Oh, I did not know oh, that. Dang, dude. I think that's gonna be I think it's gonna be low key like one of the best fights of the year. Hell like, no. I I, it's not. No, Cormier's right, gonna we, run we, through we, him. Guys, this is not an MMA podcast. Cormier is way too good. He's just on a different level. But it's it'll be fun. I'm excited for like the interviews and stuff. <laughs> I feel like I mean we we won't have to get into this anymore. But I mean one I think it I think well because obviously he keeps losing to John Jones. He keeps his legacy keeps getting inflated. <laughs> and two, well John Jones he, is on cocaine every time they fight. So. Yeah, yeah, and then two. He just like no matter what look is always gonna look like a dad. I think people get pissed off that he looks like someone that like they can take like if they see him on the streets. Hell no. <laughs> but they would get their faces bloodied out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is there any games you guys are looking forward to? Uh, I might watch the Nuggets play the Warriors tonight. Ooh, that is a good one. Oh yeah, that's but right. that's not gonna age well in this podcast because <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not even gonna be done editing by the time that game comes on. Probably not. I have to go see a movie yeah. tonight, so it probably won't be. Oh, John, uh, my girlfriend wanted to know if you want to come over and play Mario Party later. What is this? Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> dude, dude, PSA for Mario Party. Mario Party's lit, dude. We, played, we only played one game last night, so I didn't even text you about the it. The Switch it like is on a fucking roll, putting out the best Mario <laughs> game ever, and now the best Mario Party game ever. Get a Switch if you don't have one yet. Yeah, she asked me just now, so I was like, I'll just ask John on the podcast. <laughs> Dude, hell yeah. Okay, all right, and my game. Man, Wednesday is the worst day for Will ever because oh, he got, no, you got Rockets and Jazz, and then that same night you got the other game that I'm looking forward to, Sixers and Bucks. And I, oh, God, I hate both of those teams. <laughs> Why do you hate the Bucks? Yeah, I mean. Why do I hate the Bucks? Yeah. Because people think Giannis is good. He is good. <laughs> Well, I, I don't hate the Bucks. I just don't think they're very good. Uh, hopefully, they're better under Budenholzer. But every time they make the playoffs, it's like they're just so boring. Yeah, I think this is the year that they're actually good, yeah. and so that's why I'm looking forward to it. This is gonna. I think this game. I mean, it's like only gonna be the third or fourth game of the year, but I think this will be the kind of game that people look back and think like this is where the scale started to tip towards the Bucks instead of the Sixers. Ooh, that's rough, man. If the process literally only lasts one season. <laughs> I mean, not that they're, like, done in as a franchise, but, like, for this year... But if they're mediocre, like, then... Oof. I, it, I think it's less about the Sixers sucking than more that, like, the you have to lump the Bucks into this mix of teams now. I yeah. think the Sixers are fine. Ben's going to be get better. Ben Simmons still doesn't know how to shoot. Yeah, that's like, fine. What did he do all summer? He didn't work on that? Well, they had... <laughs> you know, they, shoot, they, they do all these Instagram videos of him shooting threes, and then the games, he just doesn't shoot. 
and the game starts, and it's like maybe Marco and him have like an agreement to just not shoot threes. <laughs> they have a pact. <laughs> they have a blow. Oh, speed. Oh, I have one more like forty-five second tangent, really quick. It's gonna take about us... Michael Carter Williams. Oh no. It's like he tries really hard, and he's great on defense, and like he's even good around the rim and stuff. But oh my god, they gave him the green light to shoot threes, and in the first game. <laughs> The first one was from the corner. It went over the rim. The second one was from the elbow, and it still went over the rim. Like, I don't think it's an overreaction. The Rockets need to think about pulling that plug already. <laughs> nah. He's good at everything else, he man. Things. He's fine for 15 minutes a game. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, it's just, it's a hard 15 minutes to watch. I, over, under, five minutes a game for him in the playoffs. Uh, under. under. <laughs> <laughs> if he's playing in the playoffs, the Rockets are in deep, deep, deep shit. Well, the, the thing. Although I'm pretty sure he can guard Donovan Mitchell's sorry overrated ass. Wow. We'll, 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 see, we'll see Wednesday. We'll see Wednesday. Uh, any thoughts on Ennis? I mean, it's probably too early, right? Uh, he looks like an old man. He looks really old. He looks like he like. He looks like he lied about his age on his passport. He's fast, he looks though. like he's jealous he that he fast. wasn't in that fight. <laughs> I think that he's been pretty bad, honestly, but it's too early. Yeah, it's too early. I think, I think the reason I think he's been fine. Playing. He's fitting his role. Right. And Ariza looked like he was doing more, and he physically looked more like the type of player we want Ennis to be, so I think that that helps Ariza out a lot. It doesn't hurt that Ariza scored 20 points already once this season. Yeah, he went yeah. off in that game. You know, he was. <coughs> he saw the score to that Rockets game, and he was feeling himself. He was like, let's go. Yeah, but that's like the classic Ariza thing that every team he's ever been on has got, got to get used to, that he'll go off one game, and then the next four games he'll have like four points on average. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Uh, yeah. But a reason, another reason they're playing Carl Williams, uh, John and – well, I think you know this though. Is that this offseason they wanted to speed up because last season they were like really slow. So that's why they got Ennis and Carter Williams, and that's why they're playing. So they can. You know what Carter Williams can do though that other guys on the Rockets aren't good at? Pass. Dribble the basketball. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Which was one of the downfalls of the Rockets in the end of the Warriors series is they literally didn't have any other guys other than Harden who could dribble the ball consistently. I like I like him yeah. on the court with Gordon and those guys. I think that makes sense. Right. I think Gordon has been really bad this season so it's far. Two games. I'm not gonna overreact. I mean, he was he was the worst player on the Rockets in the Grizzlies game, or uh, in the Pelicans game. Okay. Was Everybody terrible was terrible in that game. And last night he was four for thirteen. Yeah, but that's what he does. And then he'll have a thirty-five point game at some point in the next week. I'm just saying he's expendable. Get Tommy Tibbs on the phone. <laughs> Let's call him. Let's <laughs> get Jimmy it. Butler on a motherfucking plane. You know that. <laughs> I know that Daryl wants to do that deal. You can just you you know it. He just. Oh yeah, yeah. If they would accept, if they would let go of Tucker, that that deal would have been done already. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe they just need a little bit longer to. No, I'm telling you. As soon as as soon as October 30th passes, they're gonna be on the phone. And be, All I'm right. just afraid Butler's gonna be gone by then. I don't. Who's I, trading for him? Nobody. Nobody has the assets like, that the Minnesota this wants. This deal. This deal that needs to be put off until the 30th. Would have already been discussed by now. I don't think the Wolves are, like, holding out Jimmy Butler from other teams because they're waiting on Marquise Chris from yeah. the Rockets. I think the Sixers might panic soon. Oh. I can see that happening. I don't think they're they going to trade Fultz. They could dump though. Fultz. That's good. They could dump Fultz. I would dump Fultz if I were them. I would. See, let's see if Elton Brand has as big of balls as he did have game back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> I like Elton Brand. I thought he was a good basketball His first player, move yeah. as GM is trading Margot Fultz for Jimmy Butler. That would be really gangster. Let's 
fucking that go. I'd be really gangster. Were you like, gonna say something, Trent? Uh, just that. I don't think that Marquis Chris is like they're like waiting and excited about it. I just think it's it's a possibility that they might be interested in because it's just another young asset who can sort of play now. I don't think he's any good though. Yeah, I think uh, around Thanksgiving time, no one is asking at the Chris household, when is Marquise getting here? <laughs> <laughs> that was totally unnecessary shot at a guy who I literally don't even know what he looks like. But you're welcome. God, he wants, that's bad. All I know is that he tweeted bef- before uh, when he was playing for the Suns that James Harden was overrated. Yeah, I remember he deleted yeah, yeah. his tweets, he deleted right? it, so. <laughs> yeah. Shout to him. You know who's not overrated? Marquise Chris, because he's not rated by anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Very appropriately rated. Probably rated garbage. I All right, any, any yeah. la- anything else? Are we good? Okay, uh, I think that's about it. Uh, player to look out for, another guy who made me look really smart in fantasy, Karis LeVert. <laughs> yeah. Who's been really, really fucking good. I love Karis LeVert so much. Speaking of that, I already cut D'Angelo. <laughs> told, you. told you he's he was terrible bad. man i tried to tell you you don't yeah. listen yeah you did he's terrible yeah okay i also uh, cut carmelo <laughs> who, did, who did yeah i mean that's that was he just doesn't play enough to, to well to be he hasn't been player. making shots yeah. So, yeah that's the thing okay um who did you guys say for mvp again uh Kawhi is what i said Kawhi. i think he's on track yeah for at least of the first week i think i said davis to... right or no i said lebron okay. i said lebron Oh, yeah, right. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Man, they Seven lost two LeBron. games. Relax. Yeah, and LeBron scored, like, his average <laughs> points. His 30 points a game, you mean? Oh, it's so yeah. average. He's an average yeah. player. He scored 30 points. Okay. And to me, it's obviously DeMar DeRozan. All right, but that does it for us <laughs> on this episode. I had to get his first match. Hey, DeMar DeRozan looks pretty good. I'm not going to lie. He's already, like, he yeah, he is really, really good, averaging, like, 26 points a game. And I think, I mean, obviously it sucks that they missed all those guys due to injury, but this whole, like, point guard situation thing, I mean, he's handling the ball perfectly fine. Like, once those guys come back, I think I still want DeMar running the offense. Should have saved that for the overreaction yeah, section. Yeah, that would have been DeMar DeRozan, point guard now. Point guard. He's good. You need to watch the games. He's been really good. Real quick, John, have, okay. has this, have the suspensions been made public yet? No, they, they're still not public. No, nothing yet. Uh, let me see. Uh, no, nothing yet. The last, My last tweet is from the account of King of the Hill screenshots, <laughs> which I'm rewatching again because that's a really, really good show. But... Uh, yeah, no, nothing yet about the suspension. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see after this podcast is up. But, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Um, next week, we're probably going to have to record a little later because I'm going to be at the Spurs-Lakers game on Saturday. Woo! Woo! Hootie-hoo! <laughs> Hell yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Who knows if Rondo and Ingram will be back by then? Probably not. You're there but, to see uh, LeBron. And those really yeah, ugly purple jerseys with the black panels. Oh, my God, I hope That's they were there for. Yes, please. Work. Yes, I'm, I'm really hoping. Oh, yeah. Can the jerseys. Rockets please get rid of their black uniforms also? Just oh, my God. Trash. You're the only person that doesn't like them. They're I ugly. Like the black uniforms. You're the, literally the only person They're I've late. ever heard say like, that. I don't understand why think... they have black uniforms. Why are they wearing black uniforms? Their colors are red and white. I think those are white. way better than the other jerseys. I think yeah, the black other jerseys are one. fucking boring and terrible. Bring back the spaceship, the pinstripes, do something. Oh, yeah, man, the spaceship jerseys. You can't, really just have, you can't just have a bright red jersey that just says rockets on bring it. Bring back Steve bring, Francis. You gotta put some pizzazz on Steve it. Steve Francis <laughs> would literally pizzazz. come 
too. If they called Steve Francis, he'd be like on a bus. Steve Francis will come to your house if you tell him you have twenty dollars a year. Yeah, he wasn't drafted in the big three league. Like, like the moment he gets attention, he's running that way. We could catfish him right now if we wanted to. We could have him as he's a, a methadone player. If you guys give him some soda. <laughs> Sorry that I ruined your jokes. <laughs> No, that's very true. We, t- we can hit him up now. We got some Zevia over here. <laughs> come, come join us for an hour. Oh, my God. Anyway, that was unnecessary into the podcast. Guys, yeah. This has been trolling the paint. Do you, you guys think that would make us more or less legit if we had Steve oh Francis on? <laughs> I'm telling you guys, you each send me $100. I'll get Steve Francis down here next week. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay, well, that does it for Trolling the Paint and one of the most entertaining first weeks of NBA that Woo! I can remember. Hot dogs and hamburgers. Let's just hope that it can be half as entertaining by the time we record next week. And so for Will and Trent, I'm John. This is Trolling the Paint. Thanks again for listening. Peace. Goodbye. I don't even know where you're sitting at. Like. <laughs> Ha 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 ha!